What is going on, everyone? It is half of the baseball rants here. I am uh, half of your host, like I said, Jeff, 4-4 Himes. Jeremy, Coach Kilgore, how's it going, buddy? Man, it's going today. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, just hanging out, man. We're we're come, we're eight days. We're almost under a week here, and of uh, you know, first pitch. Speaking of uh, going off the rabbit trail here, did you see that snowstorm that New York's getting? And they're eight days away from the baseball season. Baseball season. My parents live in Southern Ohio, and uh, they got they thought three to four inches. That's insane, man. And I'm going. Well, the Reds play next Thursday afternoon. Is that going to change? <laughs> right. So yeah, New York's getting hammered yep. right now. Yeah. That was kind of two systems that came together. Yep. So, uh, yep. Crazy. Yeah. I and mean, we got a good show today. I think today we're gonna we're gonna do a laid back. We're gonna do um, something that is is we're gonna do it this week and next week. But we're doing um, a National League pick'em almost. Yeah. Um. Nothing really. Well. Let me. There may be some standings in there, but nothing that we're not picking. Who we're, you know, we're not doing an order of standings. We're just kind of throwing some things out here, and these ideas are things that we may agree or disagree. Yeah, but no, it's just some some headlines. Just almost. basically, what could be a headline? What could be a bold, you know, prediction almost for every single team yeah. in the National League? Fifteen teams, uh, fifteen ideas each, yep. and. Just going to be kind of more of a laid-back show compared to the last few weeks where, you know, it was really get in-depth with the war and all that. This is just something that we both could see happening. Not saying that we believe it happens, but we, it could happen. So yep. we'll see. Some of them are out there. Some of them are crazy, but I don't Some think... Some of them are fun, though. Yeah, but I don't think any of them are unrealistic. No, not by any stretch. Um, before we jump into that, though, I want to talk about big news here. And Jeremy and I um, got into a little mini-heated... Text argument today. Um, Why I chose the opening song. Let's get ready to rumble, Jeff. Um, so. uh, Ronald Acuna uh, sent down to the minor leagues Monday? Uh, yesterday or Monday. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, excuse me, Jeremy and I went back and forth on this. Uh, Jeremy, the floor's yours. The whole system is wrong. That's all I'm going to say about it. It's the same thing that the Cubs did a couple years ago, going two weeks without the guy. If the guy's war is one game even, and that one game matters in that two-week stretch because it's 12 or 13 games that he has to be down. 12. It, 12 games. And then he'll be up. Mm-hmm. Why piss with that? Why not change the system? The dude's ready to play. I don't care that he's 20 years old. Yep. He can play in the majors today. Let's get him to the majors. Why do I have to wait two weeks to see that crap? See, and I'm on the other end, man. I think I, I, I'm not disagreeing that the, the system is flawed. It really is. And I saw um, there are a couple different prospects that are going through this. I know the Phillies have one. I believe um, there is a prospect... Another prospect that's going to deal with this, and basically what it comes down to, those 12 games will give them 171 or 172 games of service time, which will be one less from rookie status. Yeah. But, Jeremy, look at this is how I'm looking at it. He's going to be in AAA for 12 games. That's 0.07% of the entire season. So... It makes zero sense for him to start in the major leagues, Jeremy. It makes 100% No, it doesn't because you're going to tell me, and I don't care who you are, you're willing to take 12 games, the first 12 games of of a 20-year-old kid 
over that seventh year of him at age 27 with a, with a, with a Braves team that in seven years, six years, are going to compete. Do you believe you can win this year if you're the Braves? No. They've come off two 90-loss seasons. They, they're going to have some decent pitching if Freddie Freeman's healthy. After that, I, Ronald Acuna is the best player on that team at 20. Uh, Besides Freeman, yes. It, Second best player. It, you and I probably agree on that. Yeah. Dude is, can ball. But I'm willing to risk 12 games over putting him in right now for that extra year. For you're going to sacrifice 12 games for 162 at the back end of his prime. I'm not blaming what the managers do or the, right. the, the GM and, and the front office. I'm not blaming them. I'm saying the whole system's screwed mm-hmm. from top to bottom. This guy can come play. If it's such a great system, then why does only one professional sports uh, organization use it? Right. It's a flawed system. It is a system that made sense a long time ago. And I get there. There's more levels, more players. But this system doesn't make sense anymore. Right. Bryant had the same thing. Mm-hmm. I don't blame the Cubs for what they did. But I think that they thought the Cubs were closer at that point. Yeah. But still, if he makes the difference in one of those wins, and that gets you from a wild card to a National League Central or a National League East for here for the Braves, it's asinine. If you, they don't think they can win is what that shows me right now. I think what it shows is the GMs playing checkers, not chess. That's what I'm seeing. You mean chess, not checkers? Yes. Exactly. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I just think the system's flawed and it frustrates the hell out of me. Excuse my English. No, I mean, I, 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 I think what's funny about this argument is we both agree, we both disagree. Like, I, we both I understand that, both sides of it. Yeah. I do, but it's still stupid. Yeah. It's beyond stupid. The guy is hitting like 400-ish in, in right. spring training, but we're going to season him for two stupid weeks? Where do you think he plays when he comes up? Does he move NCRT to a corner or does he have to? Have to. Who, move Enciarte to a corner? Yeah. I don't know. Where else is he going to play? He can play left field. Could. I just, uh, uh, the guy can fly. And so I, I think that it would be smart to put him in center and let him just go do what he does naturally. Fair enough. He, he is more talented in the end. Okay. So. Yeah. We could sit and argue that we for could. the show, but we could. I'm not going to waste my time in getting more frustrated. Than <laughs> I, like I'm literally sitting here already getting I know frustrated deep down, and I'm trying not to <laughs> yell and curse. Oh yeah. So, what else you got on the docket for us? Um, I'm ready to jump into the NL West here. You don't want to go over any big injuries here, you, like Turner? oh yeah. I tried. I try not to remember the Dodgers. I really don't. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, yes, we can go into the NL West about how. I heard you losing your three hitter for six weeks is what I heard. I saw no timeline, but I saw no surgery. So no surgery is what I saw as yep. well. So that's big. Yep, hit but, by pitch. I mean, it's going to happen. It wasn't like he did something dumb there, but you know the Dodgers have so many outfielders. Do you wonder if they go get a decent backup third baseman to start for the season? Um, I don't know. I I, I really don't. I don't know a whole lot of their their uh, their depth. I think they're a top ten. Um, uh, farm they could lose Jock if they needed to. They could. I mean, I know that having, um, I, yeah, like the outfield depth, which I don't want to give too much of my 
yeah, no, of my but pick they, them they away. Some, but they have some room to where they can make some changes yep. if they need to. But it, can you just move somebody else to Bellinger to the three hole? Possibly, you could. You could. Uh, they have two catchers that could play, mm-hmm. and uh, they moved. Who did they move last year to third base for a few games? Was it Grandel? Grandel? It might have been. Yomani One Grandel. of the two played third base, I think, like eight or 12 games. So well, I, I think I that know, might be a decent idea. And they I, have three catchers. I know if you look at their depth chart, which I did today, um, uh, Taylor, who plays center field for him, is also listed as the number two shortstop. Yeah. Uh, Barnes. Barnes is the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Barnes. Barnes. Yep. I was trying to remember. But Farmer's a decent catcher, too. Yep. Yep, so I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to hinder him too much. I mean, you want this to happen now, not now, later. Right. Not in July. Right. Not in July when you're trying to make. I think Barnes might play third form. Yeah. Might. I'm just throwing out ideas yeah. since we're having a fun show. So, uh, Jeff, do you want to work east to west? Uh, we can start in the east, whatever. Uh, okay, perfect. Well, I'll, okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. So, uh, why don't we go ahead and go with the Braves? Okay. Acuna wins the Rookie of the Year is my bullet prediction. Okay. He comes up uh, before the end of the month, before the end of April, and he ends up hitting 290, and I think that he ends up having an on-base about 375, 20 steals or so, and I think that that kid is the everyday center fielder, and Acuna gets the Rookie of the Year in the National League is my bullet prediction. Um, I'm not going to disagree, but I'm going to disagree a little because – I have a different rookie of the year. Oh, perfect. Coming out of the Central. Okay. I, I'm interested to hear so this. So we'll get there. But, um, no, I could see it. I, I could see he's just such a, 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 raw, a raw talent that I could see it. But my take is the Braves will lead the league in outfielders used. I don't know if that's a, <laughs> a legit thing tracked. But if you look at it, you know, they have um, – uh, Adams and Parker, who are slotted in left field, depth chart. Um, Ender and Ciarte, Adams again in center. Nick Marcakis and Adams again in the corner. I like Marcakis, by the way. I do. I mean, he's your blue-collar guy that's just... He just goes and yep. plays. So, And then, obviously, you have Acuna there. Um, so, right there, I mean, right there's five guys, and I know that there's three other ones that are, are, are working in They have a training. deep outfield minor league system. Yep, so that, I mean, don't know if they track it, but that's uh, that's one of the uh, the areas that I'm going with. So Perfect, all right. Well, then uh, we'll move right along here because we can sit and talk about a lot of these for a long time. Yeah. So, uh, what, what NL East team do you want to talk about next? Um, I want to jump to the Washington Nationals. Okay. And uh, my hot take here is, um, it's a real simple one, but I think it, it plays into just like Acuna. I think Victor Robles will be called up before the end of the season. Oh, absolutely! I mean, that. just with with you know, I think he's going to take over center field over uh, um, Michael Taylor. Uh, I don't think Taylor. I think Taylor's very overrated. Yeah, I think he is the weakest part of that lineup. I think so too. And I know uh, Victor Robles is is getting a lot of heat or uh, excuse me, a lot of press on the uh, with the media. So I think Victor Robles will be called up. I absolutely could see that because I actually changed my Nationals one. Yeah, it was trade for outfield help. Mm. Uh, I don't think they trust to move Eaton after some injuries and such to back right. to center field. Eaton was a center fielder with the White Sox. Yep, but. Uh, no, I think that the Nationals at some point think that they're going to make a run. They're going to look at what one of the other teams that are making a run do, and they're going to go and try to get a big-name pitcher. I don't have the name yet, 
Yeah. I have a, a name in mind. Mm-hmm. But I think that they're going to go and they're going to spend the money to get a pitcher that might be under control for a year or two. So I think that they feel like they need a number four pitcher. Yeah, I mean, right now, I don't really like Tanner Roark. I know their season will change a little bit when Joe Ross comes off of the Tommy oh, John. Yeah. Um, I think he's one pitcher that is very good. Good control, not going to bring a lot of heat per se. But if you can add another number four in there. They're going to add somebody that's a number two on their team to a, a, as a number four. With Scherzer, Stra- uh, Strasburg, Gio Gonzalez, and put Tanner Roark in the five. I love watching Gonzalez from the yep. left side. Too, oh, yeah. So. Yeah, no, that that was my bold prediction there. Yeah. So, uh, we're going to move right up my list to the Phillies. Okay. The Phillies have rehauled this team. They think they're sooner. They're ready now. Mm-hmm. They finished second in the division, only a game behind the Nationals. Because the Nationals struggle because I don't love the 4-5 pitching early in the season, and I think that affects them. I think the Phillies have made the moves to put themselves in contention right now. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think with um, adding Arietta at the top, yep. Aaron Nola only gets stronger every year. Every single year. Um, Jared Eckenhoff, eh. I don't buy him. No, I don't buy him. I know he's six. He's supposed to be out six to eight weeks with an injury. You know, you add Vince Velasquez in there. I know they have some younger pitchers. Velasquez, I think, is going to be a guy that will be interesting as the season goes. Yeah. I feel like he could go really either way, so we'll wait and see on that. But, yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, you have, you know, Rice Hoskins, um, uh, as Drew, or, uh, uh, Herrera in center field, Cesar Hernandez, Santana, they're adding Santana. I agree, and I think we're going to agree on this. So, are you, per reports, they're, they're projected to win 81 games over or under. Where do you see them at? I think they're over by about six to eight games. You think so? I, uh, I'm, I'm going to put them at 85, 86 range. Yeah. I, I think that they, they go make a move. Maybe they don't get there. I don't think that they'll make the playoffs this year, but I think they'll make a move to to advance closer than people realize this year. I think this team's closer than a lot of people think. I think so because you know, just like anything else, there the last year that they were relevant was you know 2012. Six years is a long time in baseball, and I think that you know this ownership. Don't, don't tell me about that. I know, Mr. Reds here. This ownership um, has deep pockets and showed that they're gonna, you know, with a big free agent class coming up after this year, they're. They're, they're, they're going to go make some moves. Yep. They're, they're going to make one big move in the offseason, too. Yep. Um, I will then go to Miami Marlins. Okay. And um, there was a couple things I wanted to you know put on here, um, but I think there was a lot of things that it was, it was deep, but at the same time, there's not a lot there, if that makes sense. But I think that Starlin Castro will be the bright spot offensively for that team. I agree 100%. Yeah. They're, they're I mean, not, between him, it's either him or Justin Bohr. I know Real Muto just got injured. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how you know. I think I heard that at most a week kind of thing. Yeah. So, so I think he'll probably be ready. But yep. It might be a tweak of a thing. It'll be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So here's my Marlins one then. Uh, Bohr, Real Muto, and Starlin Castro are all still wearing the Miami Marlin colors in September. I don't think any of them get traded. I think the Marlins so get so stuck on what they're doing yep. that who knows what they're actually doing at this rate. Uh, so I, I think that they don't move, and I think that they stay probably their two, three, four hitters, three, four, five. Yep. I agree. So, yep. Nothing special about it, but nope. there we go. So, uh, my last one is the, uh, is the Mets here then. Um, 
So I have uh, kind of a possibly stupid, possibly not, though. Okay. I think they have great pitching, but I think they're a 500 team. I don't yeah. buy their offensive power here. Vargas, Syndergaard, yeah. uh, Harvey. I mean, if Harvey's back, but I don't buy Frazier doing that great as an ex-red. I don't buy Bruce continuing to be that good. Mm-hmm. I don't buy Cespedes being more than a 260 hitter. No. Gonzalez, at, I just don't buy this offense at all. So I think they're a 500 team. I think that they're pitching. Gets them deep into games. I don't buy that their pitching wins them enough games. They're a 500 team. Yeah, I think they're they're young, but they're old at the same time. Um, so I would have to agree. My hot take here, and I have a 1A and a 1B. Oh, okay, fun. So I'm just adding it. I don't know if that, that's allowed, but. I don't care. How's that? So I, yep. <laughs> Okay, so my 1A is Tim Tebow will be called up to the big league club this year. Wow. Well, if the full circus happens, then we'll see it. And the like, Big Apple is a circus, so. Like we claimed before this started, not all of these are stuff that I see happening. I hope this does not happen, Jeremy. This PR stunt has gone on way too long. His at-bat in spring training against Max Scherzer... <laughs> Uh, you or I could have went up and done that. I mean, all honesty. We could oh, yeah. I mean, except from the right side. Yeah, absolutely. Stick stick to analyzing college football. He's very good at that. He understands the game. His just physical tools aren't there. I think he, he'd be a great commentator. Yeah. Just I don't I hope not and I hope that this PR stunt gets over soon. Absolutely. So what's 1B then? 1B is David Wright plays at all. David Wright plays with how many injuries that he has had. Let me rephrase that. Does David Wright play at all? I don't think so. I don't think he does either. Right now, I'm It's he's still eight weeks without baseball activities, and that came um, just last week. On I the heard 13th. July at the earliest. I, I, I don't see it. I, I don't see it for David Wright, and it's sad, man. The guy was so great. Captain yep, America. Yep. Um, I, just, I just don't think physically he can do it anymore. Let's ask this then. I want to get deeper for just a second because okay. I don't want to ramble on. Is David Wright a Hall of Famer? Man. I don't know. I mean, possibly. He's been around a long time. He's... Put he's a, a couple ninety six average as a batting average. I think that he's one of those that won't make it the first time, but he gets enough. I I could see him getting later four or five times on there. Somebody yeah, might consider it. I mean, he's put that he you know when number five goes out there, he's put some of those teams on his back. You know, five time All Star, two time Gold Glove winner, two time Silver Slugger, member of the thirty thirty club, holds the Met records and one two three four five six seven eight nine. 10, 11, 12. Not all of them are great. Some of them are strikeouts, double plays. Um, only the fourth member of the Mets ever to be a captain. The resume's there. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I really don't, man. Huh. I, I don't know. It was just a fun idea. Yeah. I, I think he's a Hall of Famer eventually, though. Yeah. So I'm okay. going to put it there. Okay. So, uh, uh, the floor is yours. Um, we'll go straight into the central then. Perfect. We'll make our way around. Um 
I am going to start with the Cincinnati Reds. Okay. And I believe, and I, I this is one that I do believe, I think, that Nick Senzel wins the Rookie of the Year. Oh, you think he comes up early? I think as far as prospect goes, I think he's the most showing that he will be a perennial all-star. Mm-hmm. Um, I, now, I don't know if they're planning on playing him at second or third. The new rumor is second. Um, I know second's pretty deep right now with um, Jeanette. Jeanette and um, Peraza moved over to short. Yep. But the, he could go back there if right. they, they wanted to move some guys around. And I know that I believe you would know this better than I do. I still think Dilson Herrera's in the organization. Herrera got designated for assignment last week. Uh, shoulder still messed up. That right. guy, if he could play with a shoulder, if the shoulder was healthy, I would be interested to see what right. he does. Because I know last year, I mean, he was all but the future second baseman for the Reds. So Going into last year, yep. but he hurt, got hurt again. No, so, I like that one. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's going to be brought up till the end of the year, though. Okay. Just uh, I think that unless Scooter gets moved. Right. Uh, I, I And it's going to see how Peraza does as well. He's going to the minors to play second. Mm-hmm. Uh, is he ready to hit right now? I think he's pretty close. Yep. Uh, the only thing that worries me as a Reds fan are that do they mess with his mind too much? Right. Playing three positions. They just locked up Gio over at uh, third base for mm-hmm. seven years. Pretty user-friendly deal. Right. So I think 66 over seven. So, But, yeah, no, I like that one. Here's going to be my Reds one. Maybe I'm pessimistic. They're going to lead the league again in starters used. They've already got two starters hurt. They've got about seven guys that they look at are fighting for five spots right now. Homer Bailey's gotten hurt in the past. Uh, all these guys, Reed could be used there. He's been hurt. I, I just see that they're going to use a lot of starters again. The offense is kind of there, I think. And I think if Billy's not starting against the center fielder, that helps with the offense. Hurts on the defense, obviously. But I think that right now they're going to use the most starters yet again in the league, and fans are going to continue to, to drop like flies yeah um i agree um like i said i i think the the you know the farm system's there i think for you guys i think it's still going to be a couple years before hunter green makes an appearance that'll be exciting though um but i'm excited for um your number four overall prospect who i think is going to help um, Tyler Mall. Mall, yeah, fighting for the fifth starter. The kid's got some electric stuff. Yeah, and um, I, I mean, you know, sits ninety to ninety four. Occasionally, will get up there. He humps it up if he gets mad. You yep. can kind of see uh, that might be a young kid still, but I've seen him hump it up twice in spring training, about ninety six. Right. So but he sits around that ninety two mark. Right. So he was drafted in in thirteen, out of high school. So he's only twenty three, but. I don't know if this guy has much more to prove down. down. Uh, they're, they're saying probably fifth starter. Yep. So, um, and then, you know, I've read as high as, you know, eventually this year, possibly next year, being a solid three at least. Three. I yeah. mean, so um, I think, I mean, I think the Reds are are, uh, are on pace here in the next couple of years to make some noise. So. I think 19 is the year they start making some noise, 20, 19, 20. The, mm-hmm. They're going to make some noise, not this year per se, but I think they're a year away from making yep. noise. So. Uh, yeah, no, all right, well, then I'm going to go to the Cubs. Okay. Your your team. Yep. And I think this one's the closest one to happening in my mind, possibly out of everything I chose. Okay. Very close. Contreras is the MVP. Wilson Contreras right now is that four-hitter. Uh, I think that he does everything that you want as a catcher. 
He's calmed down a little bit behind the plate because he was kind of loud before. Yep. 21 bombs last year, a 276 average. I think that right now, the only thing he doesn't do well is run because yep. he's a catcher. Yep. I think right now, though, he is going to be my MVP. And I think it's going to shock some people that don't pay attention, but the kid can play. He can, and the craziest thing is he's only been catching here for a couple years. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if many, you know, um, I don't want to say casual fans, but someone that's not a fan. It, regardless, um, Wilson Contreras is the longest tenured Cub right now. Yeah. So um, I don't think it's crazy at all. I mean, how um, is he the longest tenured Cub over Rizzo? Because he was signed before Rizzo. Was he really? Yeah. Rizzo was still in the Red Sox organization. He was with the Padres then. Okay. Yep. And then Hoyer traded for him. Yep. Okay. So yeah, yeah, he was signed um, um, across, you know, across the uh, foreign one of the foreign trades. But oh yeah, when he's like sixteen, yep. I think. Um. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I I really don't find that that's crazy at all. Honestly, I think he could be. Yeah, he so. was. Um, let's see. I can't find it, but yeah. Um, He's born in '92. He's only yeah. 25. 25 means the longest tenured Cub. That's crazy. Yep. Uh, signed. Let's see. In 2009. Yeah. So. Yep. At 17. Yep. Um. So yeah, just a little fun fact there. Yeah. Um. Uh, my Cubs hot take, and I, and this is one that I do believe as well. Um. After the end of the season, going into the playoffs, I believe that our everyday shortstop will be Javi Baez. Really, I, I and and I think it's going to take one more injury to Addison Russell, and I'm a big Addy Russell fan. Um, you know, I'm not sure uh, if the off the field um, instance with uh, his wife or ex wife. I'm not sure with Melissa if that's still there, but I think Javi Baez has what it takes, and I think that you know when Javi Baez first came up in 14. Struck out a lot. I think he's making some moves there. I think he's the best infielder on the Cubs. Um, and I think, you know, it, you know, an injury, you know, they have um, their number two prospect um, is, a, is a shortstop. And it could be an injury, you know, that moves, uh, you know, an infielder over to third base. It, it brings Zobris back in the infield. You know, Zobris would have to go to second or um, – or Hap, you know, or and then Bryant can go to go to the left field, um, you know. That's you know, those are stretches because you never know. But um, so yeah, it's I think, nice to have the depth. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. I can yeah. see it happening. Uh, see, my my bold prediction is that they use Baez as trade bait. They dangle him out there as trade bait. Was Could. one of the thought processes I had. Mm-hmm. But I really like the Contreras kid. So yep. Uh, but you know, I could I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah. Uh, Russell's a little younger. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a little smoother over there, just yep. naturally. But Baez makes some plays that you just go. It's not the most conventional way he does it, but yep. it's pretty smooth still. I've so. always said that we live and die by Javi Baez. We really do over there. Because he he makes some fantastic plays, and then he makes some bonehead plays and as he's well. just scratching your head. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, your turn. Who you want to go with? Um, uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. I'm going to the Milwaukee Brewers, and I believe that they should, but I don't think they will sign Greg Holland. Okay. Um, you know, they got Corey Knebel over there to be a closer. They've got 
Uh, Jeffries that can be a setup guy. They've got a couple guys, but I don't think they are on the caliber of Greg Holland. And that is a heck. If you're going all in at this point, if they're you, close. If you can get, um, you know, even if you sign him one two year deal, because he is up there a little bit in age. Um, I think he's in the front half of his thirties, but yeah. that's a that is a heck of a setup, man. Absolutely. Uh, I could see that they 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 they're gonna need bullpen help. Yep. Where do they make the trades? I think that uh, young center fielder, uh, um, Keon Broxton. Broxton. Yep. Uh, somebody's gonna take a chance on Broxton. And I yep. think that they're gonna be fine with Kane in center, mm-hmm. uh, unless Braun's retiring soon. I think Broxton's probably on the move. So. Yep. I think that might be the move you see to get some bullpen help if they feel like they're in it still. So, uh, here's my bold prediction: the Brewers win the division. With two weeks left in the season to go. They win it early. I feel like they come out with some great offensive power. They, they've added two or three pieces to a good lineup already. The 182 games last year. Yep. 92 to 96 games I could very well see. And I could think that the Cubs bullpen scares me. That they'll blow some games late. And I think early on, if, if the Cubs struggle at all, I could see the Brewers staying very far do I think it's necessarily going to happen? Possibly not, but I could see it happening. The Brewers wrap the league up, or the the Central up very early. I'm not saying discounting what the Cubs because I think the Cubs are a playoff team. Yep, but I I think that could happen. Yeah, I could. I I think a lot of it will hinge on their corner infielders. I think a lot depends on how the mayor of Ding Dong City, uh, uh, Shaw does, and I think it. You know, I don't know if if uh, Thames can have the year he had last year. But I don't think there's as much pressure on them now that they have Lorenzo Cain yeah, and they have Christian Yelich. Fifth or sixth. Yep. So, um, so no, I could see. I very well could see that. Okay. Uh, here might be my boldest prediction of the entire night. The Pirates only win 52 games. I don't buy this lineup. I don't buy what they have. They have one guy that had over 20 bombs, or two guys projected, but I think one's kind of, we'll see. I don't buy this as a team. Dickerson is your two-hitter, okay? Harrison leading off. I like Harrison, but I think he gets moved. Marte's good. Not great. But Josh Bell doesn't scare me. Uh, Polanco doesn't scare me. Moran doesn't scare me. Mercer doesn't scare me. And really doesn't scare me, Nova, Cooler, Musgrove. (laughs) Yeah. They don't scare me. No. I would put that on maybe a worse level than the Reds starting pitching. I could see I so I think I that they will that. set a record for the lowest amount of wins at around fifty two to fifty five games. I I would have to agree. So my hot take is you've already touched on it that Josh Harrison will be traded before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. I know that he was vocal um after uh Kutch and uh Garrett Cole were moved that he wanted out. Nothing happened. This from the animated player that Josh Harrison is he is a caged beast right now. Yeah. And it's going to take some a little thing. How long till he pops? That's that's what I You know, it's like yep. a wind-up toy, yep. the the jack in the box. There we go. Yep. So, um that's my take. So, okay. All right. Finish up the central for us. Um going to the St. Louis Cardinals. My take here is that Carson Kelly, mm-hmm. their number 3 prospect catcher, um will be called up permanently this year. So you think that it's time to maybe move on? I I'm I I think it's going to be close. I think you know if he if he gets called up this year, 
Maybe next year. Off the top of my head, I'm not sure where Yachty's contract Three. is. Three. Three more? I believe. Uh, I could see this year him being called up, taking some of the games away from Yachty. I think 2019 is when they'll almost split. And then I think that third year is when is when uh, Carson Kelly um, really takes off. I know they purchased his contract in 2016, and then he was sent back down again. So I think it's time that you know a player um, of his caliber. I know he was uh, not originally a catcher, but I think uh, that time's coming. I really do. I can see that. I can yeah. see that. I I think that this Cardinals team. They find a way to win. I like that they use the you know the uh, the money ball approach yep. to, per se. But uh, my hot take is Matheny's going to get fired. And okay, uh, I think Matheny gets fired because at some point Mike Matheny is, is the scapegoat here. He's not put this team together, but I think that he is used like that, and I think Matheny's gone. Uh, this is one that I don't know. If I really agree, I think, you know, adding um, Marcelo Zuna, I think now that, you know, they have uh, Carlos Martinez at the top of the rotation, I just, I don't know if I see it, Jeremy. I, I, I just think that this Cardinals team is too good to, you know, collapse like that and, and lose a manager of his caliber Um, the only, you know, the only thing that I can see is is Matt Carpenter maybe moving from first, but I think a lot of it, like I said, depends on Tommy Pham and um, you know just how Paul DeYoung does there, and uh, so I mean I don't know, I I just don't know if I see it. I know, like you said, he didn't put this team together. Um, I don't know how much I like Luke Gregerson at the closer position. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm up in the air on that one. Really? Yeah. I, I just I just think that's the case. Hmm. I think that that's how it goes this year. Yeah? I'm just – I like the a few of the moves they made, but – I still think that there was so much thought, and they're going to use him as a scapegoat, and it's not fair. He's done so much for that community and that team, and yep, so long. So, all right, we'll move on to the uh, West. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to start with the uh, Giants. Okay. Giants win the division. Okay. They have three solid starting pitchers. They'll make a move. The lineup is revamped. They're going to uh, end up winning that division next year. A lot of veteran leadership this there. This year. This year, me. yep. A lot of veteran leadership there. Um, I could see it. I, I really could. Okay. Um, my take here is that uh, Mark Melanson leads the league in saves. Oh, I could see that yeah. right now. Yeah. I mean, has been there a long time. You know, jumped around early in his career. Made a home there in Washington. I know he... Was injured last year. I don't remember. For a lot of it, but, you know, if this team wins, and I, and I don't know that they have the power to out-slug a lot of teams. I think there's going to be enough close games that he's going to lead. The, he's going to take, you know, the lead, uh, the uh, uh, saves away from uh, Kenley Jansen there and, and uh, 
be the uh, I like it. be the uh, Trevor Hoffman uh, esque. Yeah, he's gonna win the Trevor Hoffman this year. Perfect. Yeah, I like it. Yep, I like it. What else you got? Um, I will go with the San Diego Padres. All right, this one I'm looking forward to. And I think that the Padres pitching staff, excuse me, starting starting rotation will be 15th out of 15th in the National League in ERA. Absolutely agree. I don't know <laughs> if you really have to. I mean, with Clayton Richard being your opening day starter, I think that they have the pieces there like we've talked about. I think once Mackenzie Gore, you know, ages a little bit and gets Gore and Tatis. I the guys. Yep. Um I I just I don't I, uh, last in the NL and ERA. All right. Well, then uh I'm going to go with maybe some of the bolder predictions. I think that these guys all get called up at some point this year. Baez, the pitcher, mm-hmm. 21, uh, not expected till for another year or two. He comes out, and I think that he had a great ERA, uh, a pretty mid-90s fastball. I think he's there. I think that they're also going to be uh, more John. Is going to go up to AAA. He won't get a call all the way up because of age, but they're going to protect that. Urias, Luis Urias. Yep. Uh, he'll be there. Uh, I think that at AA he killed it mm-hmm. with a 296 average. He'll be there. And I think that these are the, the three guys that are going to really be there probably quicker. Cal yeah. Cantrell, I can't say his okay, name hardly. Yep. Uh, first round pick out of Stanford a couple years ago. He uh, pitched in Double A last year. He he's ready from the right side. They need somebody. Uh, he also had Tommy John earlier in his career, but okay. uh, mid nineties fastball. The other guy, uh, Joey Lucchesi, I believe is how you say his name. Uh, pitched in Double A again last year. Uh, low nineties fastball from the left side, though. I think he ends up being a reliever long term. And I think he threw just under 150 innings last year. 100, mm-hmm. 139 here. I have it right here. And the uh, last guy that comes up is Eric Lohr, the lefty. Mm-hmm. First round out of Kent State. Double-A guy last year. Really sits in that low 90s again. But he's got, I think, four or five pitches. A lot of off-speed that he'll throw at you. And uh, just kind of got to see him pitch. Mm-hmm. And he just looks like he kind of controls what's going on in the game. And and some pitchers have that on the mound. So I think that you're going to see four to six of these guys up this year. And in another year or two, you'll see Tatis and Gore. Yeah, it's it's insane, man. Just looking at their prospect list, you know, number one prospect, um, Tatis Jr., 19 years old. Mackenzie Gore, number two in their uh, prospects, 18 years old. Um, like you said, Urias is 20 years old. Morjon is 18 years old. Um, Logan Allen, who I don't believe you touched on. No, they're he's seven, only 20. Yeah, they're seventh overall. Um, uh, is is 20. You know, came over with the trade for... Uh, Kimbrell. Kimbrell, yep. yep. Um, you know, and then Anderson Espinosa rounding up the top 10 is 19. So you have, you know, quite a bit of young talent there that... Is you know give it two three more years get them to legal drinking age and I think <laughs> and I think you're going to make some noise out west. So yeah, 
I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I could, I could yeah. see both of those really happening. Yep. Uh, so who do you want to move on to? How about the, uh, how about we go with the Diamondbacks? Okay. The Diamondbacks have three shortstops. Mm-hmm. They don't have a second baseman, truly. Yeah. They don't scare me offensively. One they, guy. One guy does. Okay, one guy does. Yeah, Goldschmidt, but yeah. Beside that, no, I'm not scared. Right. I think that Grinky, if he's healthy, he always questions, does he have it? Grinky might be the guy the Nationals go get. Grinky's traded. Okay. I think that they won't be nearly as good as they think. They'll finish fourth in division to the Padres. We'll finish last. Yep. They'll finish fourth in division, and they'll be out of it early at 74 games, 72 games, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I think he's traded. Yeah, I would probably agree. I think the the trade they made to, to move uh, um, Dansby for um, Shelby Miller was... Head-scratcher? Very much a head-scratcher, so... Um, yeah, I could see it. I really could. Yeah. Um, kind of leads into what I have here. Which one of these three guys leads the Diamondback in saves? Archie Bradley, Brad Boxberger, or Yoshihisa Hirano? All three are competing for that job. I think Archie Bradley right now. I think Archie Bradley, but Brad Boxberger uh, saved. Yeah, saved fifty plus games. You know, just a few years back in Tampa, He's setup guy. Yep, He's the yeah. setup guy. Uh, Hirano closed a lot of games in Japan, um, and we've seen that that always comes over and yeah. translates. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think Archie Bradley is one of the top relievers right now in the game. Yeah, I think, I think you, it's his ball to lose. That's what I think too. Is I think it's his to start, and then you just almost play it day by day, week by week, outing by out. You know, however you want to look at it. All three could close. Yep. Uh, but do all three scare me? No, I think only Archer Bradley scares me a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Cool. I, I like that one. So. Yeah. Um, I will uh, jump over to the Rockies, and I strongly believe that this Rockies club will secure one of the wild card positions. Okay. Um, and that's really close to mine. So. Yeah. That's really close. So okay. go ahead. Go ahead. Finish on um, it. You know, they have one of the, the, the best offensive hit players right now in Nolan Arenado. I mean, you know, we, we touched on that last week. Um, I think that they're deep at the shortstop position with Trevor Story and um, um, uh, who am I thinking of? Um I'll get back to it. So Trevor Story at shortstop, LeMahieu at second, uh, Ian Desmond's moving back to the outfield now, uh, Blackman, they got Cargo back, um, John Gray at the top of that order, I, you know, Wade Davis in that um, closer position, Brandon Shaw, uh, you know, Jake uh, McGee who closed for a long time. I like Matt McGee. You just forget about him. Yeah, I, I, you know, McMahon at first, who's one of their, you know, their, their, uh, um, putting a lot on him as a young player, I I like this team a lot. Uh, Brendan Rogers is Rogers, yep, yeah, is you know um, the next up and coming there. Um, you know, unfortunately, he has Trevor Story in front of him, but yeah, I think that this team. Um, the only thing 
uh, I think that stinks for these this Rockies team is they don't have enough starting pitching. No, no. Uh, Anderson yeah. and Bettis and Freeland and, yep. and Marquis. Uh, these guys don't. They're not scary enough to me. No. So I, that leads into mine. At 88 wins, they missed the playoffs. Okay. So okay. I, I think that uh, they're a good team that misses the playoffs. Yeah, I think Chat. I think losing Chatwood in that rotation hurts them more than they wanted to admit, I think. But, yeah, I, I – I I it's a coin flip because like they could win they could they could win 88 games and lose out of a playoff position but they could have if they won 89 they could have been in. I think yeah. that's how close it's going to be in the in, in yeah. that wild card race. Yeah, that's what I I really think too. I mean, Story is your 4 or 5 hitter. Yep. Story the only thing is I think they should drop him down. I think Des- <laughs> I like him, man. I think Desmond should hit 5th for that lineup. Arenado four, yep. uh, Blackman leading off. I love Blackman leading off. Yeah, oh yeah. I love it. It yep. just it fits so yep. well. So yep. Uh, Don't I, forget about you got Cargo. Yeah. I think you hit Lemayhew too. Yeah, that that's what I saw. Arenado four, yep. uh, but I I think I'd put Desmond and or Para up in that five six hole. Yep, and, and move Story down and take a little pressure off him. Uh, and Ionetta is a good defensive catcher. He too. is. He uh, is. He, yep. he can't hit worth. Beans. Uh, Walters is the same way. Yeah. Um, you know, backup catcher that's that defensively is there. I think um, Hannigan might end up signing back there. He got released by the Indians this week. Oh, did he? So did Upton. Upton's okay. career is probably over. Melvin Upton. Yep. Yeah. Probably over, but uh, Hannigan might end up because he was with the Rockies. Sure. I think that that could be a good move. Just, you know what you're getting type of player. Absolutely. So, uh, I think 88 wins and possibly miss the playoffs here. Okay. So, but I think that I really like what they're doing. I could also see them being a wild card. I don't think that they've got enough firepower to do all of it, but I think that they could get there. If they had better starting pitching, I think that they're the team to beat in that division, though. All right. So let's round it out. Let's finish up, Jeff. All righty. Dodgers. Yep. All right. Uh, I think that Ryu has more wins than Clayton Kershaw this year. The boldest strategy on here. Okay. I uh, Go on. Uh, I think that there's something deceptive about his little left-handed lineup. Okay. That uh, I think that he ends up being the uh, guy for them. And I'm not saying what Kershaw doesn't. I can't say his first name. I'll never try to say Clayton? his first name. No. Or Him Jingy Ryu or whatever. Yeah, but I, I love that. He only went five and nine last year, but the three seven. I just think there's something about him from that left side. You know, he can do a little bit of everything. I think that he could have the most wins very easily. On uh, I don't know. I know that he's not really a starter, too. Truly. So but okay. I think that he might have more than Clayton Kershaw because I don't think Kershaw is going to get the support, and I don't buy Taylor and center. So I think that's part of it. Um, okay, though. So then, when uh, Jose Urias comes off of DL from his shoulder surgery, where does he fit into that rotation, or does he? Has to. So who does he take out? <sighs> Kershaw, Wood, Maeda, Rich Hill, or Ryu? <sighs> I know. I because I, I don't think it's going to be Hill. But I think it might be Hill. I think it has to be Hill. It, but I, Hill, I love, you know Hill's story too, right? Yes, I know. Went to the minors and yep. said, I want to be a, a starter again. Yep. So I think it's got to be Hill with age. But yep. I, you, I just think he he might be in the pen too. You just don't know. Yeah. That, 
That's one I'm sitting here like scratching my head over because I, I should have done more on it. But Well, I don't know because I, I think, too, I was throwing that in there just to get you going. But um, you and I both know that in the uh, pitching world, a shoulder surgery is almost a career ender over Tommy right. John. So In a who, lot of aspects right now it is. I know that they have um, Urias out till May. That could end up being the whole year, really, because it takes one outing too early. Tasquafani did that last year for the Reds, and he's hurt again. Yeah, yep. no, so absolutely. Um, okay, my take here, um, over under, that yeah. Matt Kemp plays more. Take out the more. Matt Kemp plays 88 games in left field, over or under? Under. I'll take the under. I think Jock's their starter there. I think that, man, but Kemp's done really well this spring. He he has. I think he's going to be under as well. I think he starts there. I think he... Uh, so who's coming off the bench then? Jock? Or are you moving him to center? I, I think you keep... I think Turner's hitting leadoff for him. Um, I... <coughs> Um, with Turner being out, I think they'll have uh, Logan Forsyth at second. Um, I want to see Kike Hernandez in left field, but I don't know if you can with how the injuries are. I don't think you can put. I don't think you can put Chase Utley in the infield. I know they signed him back. I don't think you can play him he, anymore. He's now their their pinch hitter. Yeah, and I and I know that they have Jock Peterson as uh, in right field backup, but I think you got to keep him in. I think they may platoon, but I think you got to play Jock Peterson. I don't know why they don't, um, but I think he, Jock Peterson's not even listed on their depth chart in center field. He played there last year. So I know, so uh, that that's kind of. I just don't buy Chris Taylor. No, I don't either. I Do, who hits third now then for just a second because we can Seager. You think Seager is going to move to third? Maybe put somebody up in that two hole. I think Barnes is going to play third now for until Turner's back. I really I think, do. I think it's going to be Logan Forsyth. So I think you. I think and then you, Otley at second. If you keep Kike Hernandez in second, you don't have to move him. <laughs> Kike I, Hernandez. It, it's a good problem to have. They're yep. very similar to the Cubs right now yep. with Happ and how he can move and yep. a few other guys. But yep. we could sit. That could be a whole segment. Just those two teams. Right. So uh, no, I like it though. Yeah. Those were, those were fun. Yep. So, uh why don't we go ahead and call the closer? Okay. Um, Since you made the call of the closer today. Um, okay, so the call to the closer um, I have is um, for both of us, correct? We both yep, picking? Yep. No, nope. This is the, the only call of the closer. Yep, we'll both yeah, have... we're both picking a team here. Yep. Or we're both outcome. picking something. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I kind of gave it away. Uh, my call to the pen here is which team will represent the National League in the World Series? I think that I am going to go with the Nationals. Okay. I love the three starting pitchers there. I think they go get somebody else. I love what they're doing. They're a piece or two away. I think they've, they've got enough to go trade. I'm going to go with the Nationals this year. I think that they move on from Dusty Baker and do well still. So I okay. love what Bryce Harper's really going into his prime at 25 and already <laughs> in six years. Yep. So that's my team. Who's your team? My team. <laughs> the Nationals? Mm- no, oh, the Cubs. my team. Oh. I'm going Chicago Cubs here. Um, I know it's a, it's one of those easy picks, but I don't. There's not a deeper team. Um, you there know, isn't. One injury happens, and 
you know, the wheels don't fall off of this team. I think Brandon Morrow in the closer position is going to help um, a lot. I think Dylan Maples in his 99-mile-an-hour fastball is going to help. I think another year here of um, – um, I'm drawing Edwards. a blank. Edwards is going to help out a lot. Um, I like it. You know, Montgomery in that bullpen. Montgomery's such a nice guy to have on that team, too, because he's so versatile. Yep. So from the left side, he can go out of the pen. He can be a long relief. He can be a left-up setup guy, too. Yep. (laughs) Excuse me. Excuse you. Sorry. But, uh, no, I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's today's show. Eight days away. Eight days away. So uh, why don't we go ahead and do a curtain call? All right. We'll do a curtain call. Um, you want me to take this first one? Yeah, take the first one. And All righty. Uh, I, I will. Uh, I got a, a one that I just created here. Okay. That is not baseball related. Mine's not either. Perfect. What All righty. What do you got? So my curtain call is, and this came to me today, just sitting around. Um, it could be hard to calculate, but throwing it out there, how long could you survive a zombie apocalypse? Oh, good God. Here we go. Um, I'm not a real outdoorsy guy. Uh, I like hotel camping is what I call okay. it. Okay. I could survive. I, I know enough general skills about enough about everything. Yeah. To where I think that I would call my family very quickly. And, and we, we, we'd survive for a little while, maybe okay. a couple months. Okay. I, I, I give myself three months. Okay, three months. So, all right. Uh, what do you, what do you, how long are you? I, um, also not a real outdoorsy kind of guy, but I've been raised, um, by my father who is very outdoorsy, um, hunts a lot, fishes a lot. Uh, my girlfriend probably can shoot a gun better than I can. Um, but I'm scrappy enough that I think I would die of natural causes. I think I would out, I think I would live through the zombie apocalypse. If I'm in The Walking Dead, I have enough awareness and survival skills that I believe that I would live until I died of old age. Awesome. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. All right. So, you're a coach. Okay. Of football. Okay. Do you want to win a national championship in college? Or do you want to win the Super Bowl? Um, uh, Would you like me to take it first? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to win the Super Bowl. Okay. I think that the Super Bowl is the pinnacle of it. I think that it would be, I mean, people make this an event. Right. The Super Bowl, uh, I want to be the the winning (laughs) Super Bowl coach. I think national championships are very impressive as well. I think how football is, you see a lot of the same four teams there Mm -hmm. every year. And one kind of wild card, but you know that they're probably top ten over the last year type of feel. Right. But uh, I, I'm going Super Bowl. I want to be a Super Bowl champion at the highest level of football, put my team together, and I think they have uh, a lot of say in that. So I think Super Bowl because of just the level is college football is the minor leagues of it. Right. So. Um, I still think that I, I I probably would go national championship. Okay. I I think the I'm I'm not a big NFL fan. Um I think that there's more um flashy play at the college yeah. level. Yeah. Um absolutely is. I I like the aspect of being able to go and recruit. I know it's a lot more difficult, but 
It's different. Yeah, it's different. Um, but I like the college atmosphere, man. Tail. I mean, I know there's tailgating and all that stuff in the the uh, professional ranks, but um, I'd go national championship. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm gonna do one more real quick. Okay. We're gonna spend 30 more seconds on okay. this. Okay. You got the first pick of the draft if you're the Browns. Do you know what quarterback you're taking? Um. Have you? I I really put you on the spot. With I this um. I don't know. I think the natural part of me says um uh, uh Darnold, but I, I I don't know if he can play in any kind of weather at all. You, it, I, I and the crazy thing is, I heard today that he dec- he. Um, pushed his scout day back because it was raining in California and he wanted to show scouts what he can do in the rain. That, that's the smart thing. That's what you normally do if um, it's born like that. So, um, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and take I, it for just a sec. Okay. I think Josh Rosen out of UCLA, I think he does everything a little bit, not necessarily the bigger arm, but I think I just really like his mentality about it. I think that he might be more talented overall. So. I don't know. It was short. It was sweet. And since we talked about NFL and college, that was where I wanted. But uh, Darnold and I saw the Buckeyes put him on his rear like eighteen times. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think that he got off to a really hot start. He played terrible against Notre Dame. Terrible against two or three big teams. Um. So might have been that offensive line too. Yeah, and like I mean, I. Uh... I don't know. I know Josh Allen is supposed to be really good out of huge out of, arm out of Wyoming. Granted, um, I Mayfield. think it would be interesting for them to take Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, take but Barkley at first or something. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I still think Darnold. I think he'd be comfortable in the NFL. Yeah, so I can see it. So yeah, cool. Well. Thanks for another show. Yeah. Next week we'll do the AL the same way. Bold predictions. Kind yep. of fun. Kind of uh, go back and forth. Nothing nothing too de- deep there. But, uh, yeah. Find us online on uh, Twitter at Rants Baseball, Google Play, iTunes, Pocket, Pod- Cast. Pocket Cast, on the Anchor app, which we are the only full-time baseball podcast still on. So uh, check us out. And, uh We'll come at you again next week, a day before opening day. So Thursday is going to be exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as for uh, Forrest Himes over there, I'm Coach Kilgore. Check us out on Twitter, like we said, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Awesome.